Hey, welcome to the Deliverance from Demons podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Andros. And today we're going to be talking to John. Um, John was one of the first guys that um, that I introduced to the Ministry of Deliverance. And I want to talk about that story of how he was introduced to the Ministry of Deliverance. So welcome to the podcast, John. It's good to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So when I met you, it was at Harvest Time Church in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Um, I was invited there by uh, by a friend that I was hanging out with at the time. And it was for a youth, or not a youth, but a young adults young, group, young. right? What was it called? What was the group called? I don't even remember. Uh, uh, Awaken. Awaken, that's right. So came to Awaken, and the pastor that day was asking for people to share any testimonies. And so me being me being me, I said, I got something to share. So I walked up there and I shared my testimony of how the Lord delivered me from evil spirits and whatnot. And um then I went and sat down and um there was one guy that walked up to me and had some questions for me. But that's that's a story for another time. Uh, completely unrelated, but what did you think of my testimony when you heard it, John? Well, I thought it was pretty wild, but I believed it. I believed every word, you know, it was, uh, I, my, the thoughts that I had when I heard it initially was I need to go talk to this guy. You know, I'm, you know, I, I mean, immediately that's why I said in my head, I'm like, I need to go talk to this guy. Cause that's a really interesting testimony. I got to find out. Uh, what he's all about. And I think that was your first time coming to that too, right? It was either the first or second time. I think it probably was the first time though. Cause I was pretty active in Awaken for a long time. So if there were new people there, I was most likely going to talk to them anyway, cause that's kind of who I am. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, after you shared your testimony, I was like, I need to go talk to him. Yeah. So. And, and when you and I started talking, what did I challenge you with? You challenged me with Paul's thorn in the flesh. Well, I think it's interesting because I, I was just kind of asking, you know, questions, and you were really, you were really stern how you normally are, you know, in your. In <laughs> I your, think I've uh, softened in, up a little. I think I've softened. Yeah. Up a little oh, bit. for sure. Oh, for sure. You're a little rough around the edges at first, uh, <laughs> but that that's a good thing, though. You know, uh, that's yeah. what drew me into to you and your ministry too. Is that you know you're. A little You're abrasive. Sad. Yeah, a little abrasive. We need a little bit of that. God uses that tool. You know, we <laughs> got to have every tool in the toolbox. You know, God takes advantage of our, our unique giftings and stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I can't remember how we necessarily got caught up, caught up on that. I think it was just, you're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Christians can have demons. And that might have been the first time I actually heard someone, like, outright just say that. Yeah. It's not something um, you hear every day. Yeah, well, now we it, deliverance is kind of, you know, there's been quite a bit of deliverance in 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 the United States and in the West, probably the whole world. But you know, yeah. we're a little slow to it over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I challenge yeah, you. I said Christians can have demons, and you're like, no, they can't. They can't no, be they possessed. Can't. They can't be possessed. Yeah, and then you opened up, you know. The, the story of Paul's thorn in the flesh and I read it uh, we read it right there I mean, we literally opened the scripture right there um, and I read it we read it together and you know I immediately my heart was soft immediately like hold on now he might be on to something <laughs> well but like I didn't say that out loud you know I was like well I'll, I'll pray about it I'm gonna go I'm gonna go pray about this um, and you know, I, uh, I did, <laughs> I yep. did go pray about it. Yeah. I spent that whole week praying about it. Um, and then awaken the next, uh, it was, that was like a Tuesday night. And then the, we were switching to Sunday nights at the Chippewa campus and that Sunday. So it was five days later, uh, I'm literally praying about Paul's thorn in the flesh and that passage and asking the Lord about it. 
on the way to the next awaken. And I get there and the message is on Paul's thorn in the flesh. I'm like, okay, Lord. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. This is pretty clear. My spiritual ears are wide open at this point. Now, the teaching that night was more of a traditional tying Paul's thorn with, you know, struggles and how we need God's grace. And, you know, no matter what you're going through, yeah. you know, just he kind of your he tradition. Didn't try, he didn't try to explain exactly what Paul's thorn was. Yeah, it wasn't the, oh, yeah, by the way, Christians can have demons. This isn't necessarily something uh, the church would be teaching. Yeah. Uh, but my ears were open to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, immediately following the message, the spirit was moving uh, at the event. And a few people, you know, came forward for prayer. And I was kind of a leader in the group. I, I, I wanted to go lay hands and pray. And... The Lord told me, you want to see this, you know, like confront the spirit, confront the spirit that's in, in this woman. I immediately did. She began to manifest, uh, and she got a ton of breakthrough and and deliverance that night. Yeah. And when Uh, you say, when you say she began to manifest, you want to explain a little bit about what happened there? Well, immediately upon me confronting the spirit, how'd you, how'd, how'd you confront it? Like what? Yeah, what'd you say I, to the spirit? What'd you say to this woman when you were praying for her? I well, I said, you spirit of infirmity, come up and come out. <clears throat> and when I did that, she immediately gasped very loudly and she had grabbed her stomach and she kind of like bent forward and she was like, oh, you know, with her like with her stomach. And so I knew something was happening in the in the in the spirit, but also in her body. It was pretty obvious that it was immediately upon saying that that something in her began to move around. Mm-hmm. So and this is the first time I've, I've seen any of this. I mean, I knew deliverance existed. I knew exorcisms existed. I knew people had demons. I didn't understand the prevalence of them at the time, uh, just how intertwined they are in in humanity uh, and in Christians <laughs> specifically. But, you know, that was uh, definitely eye-opening. And it was all tied into our conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, Did it was that... just like... Step one, step two, step three. It was just kind of God going through the checklist of like, oh, so you need to hear testimony, okay? Be challenged, okay? Be open to the challenge and be prayerful in the challenge, and then uh, to stay persistent in that. And then, and then God's like, okay, well, now I'll show you, <laughs> you know. So, um, so you, you prayed for her. Did the demon come out that night? Uh, yes, I believe so. There, there. She started confessing. Um, and then it was another, another woman was praying with her. And when she started making confessions, I kind of stepped away to give Mm -hmm. them, uh, woman to woman privacy. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, so you saw, you saw within a week, you saw it manifest right in front of your eyes. Christian had a demon. Did you think she was, she was a faithful, she was a faithful believer too. Like I, I, I knew when that spirit manifested and who she was, um, I knew she was a believer. Like there was no doubt that she was a believer in my eyes. So that's, that's where it was. It was set in stone for me at that moment. Did that make yeah. you think, Hey, maybe I have demons. Oh, for sure. That, that was actually leading up to it. That was part of Paul's thorn in the flesh. Like why I was praying about it was I was dealing with what felt like thorns in my yeah. life. You had thought, thoughts and stuff in my head that just never went away. And I was like, Lord, do I have to live with these thoughts my whole life? Like, what is, why is it like this? Like, you know, you look at other Christians and you could have that outside perspective of, well, they're they're They have it all together, even though none of us do really truly, (laughs) but uh, you know, just that thought of why can't I experience that freedom? Like I see in other people. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I was already praying about, like was stuff in me, you know? Yeah. And then, so I don't remember exactly the timeline of every event because it's been so long, but you and I had an interesting phone call one night 
Remember that that video call I, that I called you? I, I do remember. It's so funny because you being very abrasive, you know, you called me and I think it was out of the I, blue I think, probably too, right? It was totally out of the blue. Um well I we were we were friends at this point though. So this was probably yeah. a month or two later. I would think. Because we were going to prayer group then and uh, you know, you were popping up at prayer group and you know, we had somewhat of a rapport at that point. But um I remember you, yeah, you called me and I was just laying on my couch mm -hmm. and you're just like, so do you want to get rid of your demons? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and I said, you told me what you were dealing with and we won't go into the details of it, but I, I think it, what I what, did, it I challenge Jezebel or something like you Jezebel demon, get up and manifest or whatever. Something yeah. Like you that. went right for Je right for Jezebel right away. And, uh, yeah, and I said, I, yeah, I was like, you might hear something in your head or feel something or if the demons manifest, you just tell me. And what did you say to me? Um, what did I say to you? Well, I, as soon as you challenged her, I heard like a, a reply in my mind that was like against what you were saying. So it was like yeah. direct contradiction. Yeah, and it like, was evil. It just sounded evil. And I was like, that isn't my thought. <laughs> that's not me. No. That's not my thought. Uh, but did you tell me that you heard that voice? What did you say to me? No, no I, I didn't. So there's nothing. There's nothing. Nothing's nothing. there. Nothing's there. But, but my spirit was not settled. You know, it, 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 like I knew what was going on in, in there. Um. But it's also weird, though, when you go through your first, like, that for me, like, like every deliverance I've gone through, the demons don't fully manifest. They just, they're in the head. And that yeah. can be confusing to people, especially their first time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not like we were pretty early on in our deliverance. You were really early on in your deliverance ministry at that time. Um, I, w I was as well. And it's, it's kind of weird, you know, it, it it was like the lie coming against it was, well, maybe this is me. Yeah, these know, are just like, my thoughts. Yeah, that these are just my that thoughts. E that evil voice in my head that didn't like Dennis confronting the prayer, that was just me. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was a little bit of that, uh, but a little bit of like, nah, that wasn't me. That, that That's definitely not me. And then uh, I know we got off the phone. We prayed for a while, and then we got off the. I got off the call, and... I remember going to like the secret place with the Lord and I, I just started pleading uh, for uh, deliverance and breakthrough. Um, and I did experience breakthrough that night. There was deliverance that occurred. And you want to um, talk a little bit about that. And I remember you vaguely saying that your body started like convulsing and stuff and things. Yeah. I, I like shivered and twitched and like, I felt a spirit come up, come out of me. I didn't puke that night. I have puked from deliverance after that. Um, but I, 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 would, I did convulse. I felt the spirit, a presence leave. Um, I felt the presence outside of my body. After um, it came out of you, you felt after it, it came out. You of felt me. it standing yep. there. Yeah. Yep. I felt it there. And I, at that point, I was still, I was very much so like, get out of here, like leave, never come back. Um, and immediately after that occurred, I felt my knees and I, I just was bawling my eyes out. I was crying. I was praying in tongues and worshiping. Um, and I just worshiped in the secret place for a while after that. All alone. Felt great. <laughs> Uh, what experience and that was the start of a lot of stuff yeah and you i remember you coming back and telling me that um that after you got off the phone with me that night that you got deliverance and i was like wow <laughs> you know praise god and yeah. uh that was the start of your deliverance walk do you feel like you're fully delivered today or do you feel like there's still more stuff you need to address no there's definitely more stuff that needs to be addressed for sure yeah, I think we're all in a continual process of 
deliverance, whether it's, I think you can get fully cleaned out on the inside, but as a Christian, you're always going to have opposition outside. That's for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Cause then after that, I remember you, we, we met up at, uh, I was donating plasma and you just like met up with me outside the plasma center. And, uh, we went, you like broke soul ties with me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot about this. Yeah. You were, that was a couple, that was a couple weeks later. And, uh, cause at that point you you started talking about soul ties and I didn't really know much about that. Cause I had, I had very little new age knowledge or like what soul ties were or whatever. You kind of just like, I was like, well, what is that? You know? And you briefly explained it to me and I was like, okay, yeah, let's pray about that. You know? Yeah. Uh, For those who haven't just, heard what a soul tie is, uh, let me just explain real quick. Cause I haven't talked about soul ties on my podcast. A soul tie is just, that is a very easy way to describe um, a spiritual relationship that people can have with each other or with objects or with places. Soul ties can either be godly or ungodly, um, depending on the nature of the relationship. For instance, you can have a soul tie with someone um that's godly like david and jonathan the word of god says that their souls were knit together in love but you can also have ungodly ties with people where you have a spiritual relationship with someone because of sin you might be a partner in crime with them you might hate someone you might all you do is argue with someone you might uh maybe fornication could be an ungodly soul there's a lot of ways and the word soul tie isn't in the bible and a lot of people get hung up on that but we can all agree that you can have spiritual relationships that are good or bad with people. You can also have spiritual relationships with objects. Like for instance, let's say um, you're hanging on to a pair of your ex-girlfriend's panties. You know, you shouldn't have that. Like that's an, un it's creating an ungodly relationship between you and that person because of that object. You know what I mean? You, if you delete that from your possession, repent, the Lord will give you some sort of spiritual freedom from something like that. So yeah, anyways, photographs and necklaces. I yeah. mean, literally anything. Yeah. Um, and they're not so, all bad. Not all, not all soul ties are bad. Like I said, no, like me, I mean, believers are, we're, we're, our souls are tied. Yeah. Yeah. We have soul ties that are good and godly where blessings cross. But if you have s sinful relationships with people, you should repent for that relationship and, seek yeah. the Lord for deliverance. But anyway, so we met up outside the plasma joint and I prayed with you to break evil soul ties that you had. Yeah. And that, there was, and it, that was powerful. I, I mean, I felt a lot of deliverance happen at that moment. I mean, there was like, it felt like a shockwave, like something being snapped in the spirit. And uh, the Lord gave me uh, a vision of two friends uh, right on the spot that soul ties were broken from that were ungodly and nothing extraordinary, like nothing extraordinarily sinful occurred necessarily from a worldly standpoint between me and these two friends. Um, the Lord showed me in wisdom that it was partaking basically of the food of their table. Like my friendship with them had a lot of sin in it, whether it be dirty jokes that I would laugh at and with and and talk trashy with, um, you know, we smoked marijuana together. There was just a lot of things like that that created uh, 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 ungodly soul ties, and they were very close friends too, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, once those broke, um, I experienced yeah massive. I felt massive deliverance from that. <laughs> So and it was in a park and it was in a parking lot outside of uh plasma donation at like three o'clock in an afternoon. <laughs> Dude, awesome awesome things happen in parking lots. Remember what happened yeah. outs outside of the uh was that famous Dave's in Oakland? Yeah, famous Dave's. We yeah. were praying for me and John and a couple other guys were praying for a dude that was puke, literally puking demons out right in the sidewalk in front of in front of famous Dave's in Eau Claire. It was, it was funny, man. Yeah, there's a lot of people that were driving by. And... Yeah, people were watching that and like the demon. I mean, that demon, there was many demons, but they were manifesting. And I remember one time I... in the Chipotle parking lot, you weren't there for this one, John, but um, there were some other people from 
from our friend group were present for this where another guy was manifesting demons and he was like literally running around the chipotle parking lot flipping out and stuff and the demons were manifest i think people were sitting in their car recording us like it looked like they had their cell phones up recording us i, I, I believe it <laughs> <laughs> oh it's funny but like going but going a little further than into my testimony there because this is like a short season you know like this is like there's a lot of stuff happening yeah, this is all in uh, a couple months. Yeah, it's like a two-month span, three-month span where, you know, I, I meet you, and then the Lord, you challenge me, the Lord challenges me, then the Lord confirms that challenge. Um, I get deliverance uh, at two different steps, t stages, and then um, I start having dreams of deliverance, uh, doing deliverance with people, and uh, one specifically... I had a dream where I was uh, delivering two individuals and it was kind of a, like, I wasn't very close with them, you know? So it was kind of strange, but then they, he called me the next day because I was in real estate at the time and he was looking to buy a house. And I was like, Hey, I, I, I literally just dreamt about you last night. Can I talk to you about it? And, uh, he said, sure. So I went over there to his house and I just like spilled like, you know, Christians can have demons, like the struggles you're explaining to me right now. It's demonic. He's like, yeah, man, the pastors came to my house and anointed my house and they prayed with me. And I was like, they're in you. <laughs> they're, they're not outside of you. They're in you. Let's deal with it. And then I immediately started doing deliverance with him. Um, and he was getting freedom and he was having, you know, a vision of the Holy Spirit. It was just crazy stuff happens when you start doing deliverance, you know? And it was it's just interesting. More... It's interesting how the Lord will just, if you're willing vessel to cast demons out of people, there's so many people that have demons that are like, Lord, why do I have this sin? Please free me. And the second you're like, Lord, I'm willing to help people. All of them just come flooding into your life. Yeah. You yep. could literally like, no joke, me and John, when we were on TikTok, like big time, like me and John were on TikTok a lot, preaching the message of deliverance. We could have prayed with people seven days a week, all day long, all day, all day, all day, long. day, all day long. You could cast demons out of people because there's so many people ready for deliverance. I, honestly, it's probably the most overwhelming aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, of like moving in deliverance ministry. You're, like we, you have to set boundaries. Yeah, um, you don't have time. You don't have time of no day yeah. to deal with all the demons. You have to do public sessions where there's 50 people there and you're praying for 50 people at once because there's so many people that need it. Yep. Yeah, which we were doing too. And uh, yeah. your Friday night sessions too. I got freedom at one of your Friday night sessions that you did, which was yeah, totally you were surprising. Puking. I was puking a lot that night. I, I got a lot of deliverance. Uh, and it was just totally random. I joined the call. I didn't join the call to get deliverance. You know, I just joined the call to hang out and see what it was all about and maybe help or join in, you know, whatever, just pray with people. And, uh, here I am just vomiting <laughs> over and over again because the Lord put, put something on my mind. He just, oh, oh, there, you should renounce that. Um, and it was, it was something I already repented of. I wasn't actively in sin in that regard. And, um, but you picked you know, up some talking, demons you weren't free from, from that sin. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, which is interesting that like, sometimes you get freedom at repentance, but sometimes there's demons that have a lot of control or had a lot of control in your life. You need to audibly renounce and reject it. Um, yeah. The Bible says submit to God, resist the devil and he will flee. It doesn't say submit to God, ignore the demons and they're going to flee. Yeah. Resist them. Resist them. And you have to resist sometimes, them. Yeah. And sometimes part of the resistance is like actively speaking against them, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And that was, that was more recent. That was like this past year. Yeah. yeah. So, and there's, yeah, there's more to go. And deliverance, you were a good, you're a good evangelist for deliverance because you're bold about it. And you know, so many people in the area. I don't live in the Eau Claire area anymore, but I mean, I think you and I together, our prayers and also the action of stepping out in the area and just proclaiming that Christians can have demons and deliverance 
enlightened a lot of people in this and a lot of people in the area receive deliverance and I believe even walk in helping others get delivered. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you see the fruit of it. I mean, it's once you're delivered, it's, you, you can't go back. Like it's, well, you, mean, can. you can, you, you, you can, can go you back. Can, you can get beat up and you can, by, by spirits, you can, you can be deceived and fall back into lies and sin and all that stuff. But, but there's that part of you that undeniably had that experience with the Lord. Yeah. You can't deny that, that, that you had that experience. It's a, and it's a physical sign as well. So it's a physical and a spiritual sign that occurs. Uh, and I mean, it, it's, you know, it's just one of those events that occur that it's, it's very hard to look back at and deny that, that, you know, that occurred. And then you have the, the elation afterwards, like you feel so free. Like there might be a hundred demons that still need to go or a thousand demons. But that night after you get delivered, I mean, the presence of God is so strong um, in your soul and in your spirit that it feels yeah, that really thing, good. <laughs> the thing you were struggling with or those thoughts you had don't return. I mean, the enemy yep. will try, the enemy will try to come back. Like Jesus says, when an evil spirit goes out, it tries to come back with its friends. But if you say no to it, you can't come back. They can't come back. And, yeah. um, you're free from that. Like I'm the first time you received deliverance, you told me that, I, I think you said you've, you never realized what it's like to not have lust. Yeah. But yeah. I, I understand, you know what I, I mean? I thought it was just a bad, I thought it was just a battle, like a constant battle. Yeah. Uh, and this is something yeah, that, that everyone struggles with. What do you mean? What do you mean? It's yeah. not normal. It's, what do you mean it's not normal to have lustful thoughts all day and think of women in an inappropriate manner all the time? What do you mean that's yep. not normal? Like, yep. And it's like, no, that was gone, you know? So yeah, it it's something else. <clears throat> How many people would you say that you've, you've prayed deliverance with either in a one-on-one -on -one setting or just in a, yeah, let's do one-on-one -on -one setting. Like, how many people would you say you've actually cast demons out of? Countless? Yeah, I don't really know. Not more than 100 one-on-ones. Maybe around 50 people one-on-one. Yeah. -on -one. And then we had group sessions. You know, we did lives where there'd be 50 to 100 people, like, rotating in and out. Um, so I don't know. A lot, though. The exact, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. What would you say to somebody who's on the fence about Christians having demons or on the fence about any of this stuff? Well, I think the, I think scripture is clear on it. Um, there's no verse that says Christians can't. It's just assumed. Um, there's some good scriptures like. Uh, well, I said 2 Corinthians 11, 4 is, I think, just yeah. like I, we talked about earlier. I think it's the, the most straightforward you can't really argue with it. it says if you receive uh, a different spirit than the spirit that you've already received. Yeah. You know, so it, right there, it says you can receive different spirits. Paul was warning the Corinthians that you can have different spirits. Um, who has bewitched you? Who has bewitched you? I mean, that's, that's a sign of curses still operating too in Christian yeah. curses are enforced by demonic spirits. Um, There's a lot no of good things. Yeah, no yeah, good no, thing dwells no good in the thing flesh. Dwells in the flesh. Our flesh can have demons in it. It's just, yeah. it's just a reality. It's just the reality we live in. Yeah. Um, and James, if, if James chapter if three and four too is good. good. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of scripture that implies that Christians can have demons for sure. Yeah. Well, the, uh, even Ephesians in Ephesians where it says, you know, do not let the sun go down in your anger, uh, lest you give uh, a foothold to the devil. Yeah, um, there's I mean, there's a lot I, the and and it's it's it was standard church practice for a long time to deal with demonic spirits. If for those of you who have not listened to my episode about the history of exorcism, you should go and listen to that. I interviewed uh, David Miller of Church Sidcanoe in New Hampshire. He wrote a book about the history of exorcism in the recorded church. And there's it's quite the history. I mean, you've you've got early Christians that in order to be baptized in their church, you need to renounce all of your false gods. You need to get exorcism. You need to agree with the doctrines of the church. They settled disputes, doctrinal disputes 
by exorcism. Like that's how they, they said, well, all the, every doctrinal heresy comes from a demon. So let's cast them out and see which ones are demons. Like that's how they figured things out in the early church. I mean, Martin Luther was casting demons out and the Calvinists came along and shut them down, made, made all the Lutheran, uh, the Lutheran priests in their seminaries sign contracts saying that they will not cast demons out. Like, I mean, this is recent history. Je Wesley was casting demons out and the devil came along and shut that down. I mean, the uh, great episode with David Miller. You guys should listen to it if you haven't heard it. Yeah, I, you just sold me on that. I haven't listened to that either. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, listen. It's a good list. It's worth listening yeah, to. The, yeah, for, for sure. The book is worth buying too if you pre-order his book on barnes and noble um if he gets enough pre-orders that book is going to be in every barnes and noble store in north america so go pre-order his book because christians need to hear about the hidden secret history of exorcism but i think that i think that for people on the fence you know like i said to you christians were so quick to speak and slow to listen whereas scripture says we need to be slow to speak and quick to listen. And, you know, for me, I could have easily just rejected those comments and went on. Yeah. This, dude's, believing this the, dude's crazy. This guy's crazy. This theology is incorrect. Yeah. Um, and get really hung up on theology, theology and doctrine and just traditions and what I believe. But I was slow, you know, just, just, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue. We shouldn't be fight arguing anyway. I mean, Scripture clearly says that believer. We're not supposed to be just like arguing for arguing's sake. We should be listening and paying attention to what the Spirit is saying to us. Um, and that's and that's like the danger of like using Scripture as like a weapon, you know, or like using script. Like, nope, this is the truth. Mm -hmm. I already, I already learned it. I already heard eight pastors teach this subject. I'm set. I'm set. But the Holy Spirit might actually be teaching you something correct that's correct that you have been taught incorrect for a long time, um, and we need to trust the Lord. Um, so yeah, that's and that's what I did, and the Lord is faithful. <laughs> you know, He's not silent. You know, if it's wrong, He's going to tell you, but you have to be listening to Him. We have to listen to Him, um, and we need to be patient and wait on that timing because. You know, his voice isn't always loud. Sometimes it is, but, you know, it's it's the small things. I think, too, so, um, you have to be humble enough to say, well, I think a big, a big problem people have is <coughs> if this is true that Christians can have demons, what does that mean for me? Maybe I have demons, and I don't want to think that maybe I could have demons, and it, like, freaks people out. I think it freaks people out the idea that a Christian could have a demon because that means that they could maybe have one. I think I think you gotta you gotta read that fine line. <clears throat> we have sin. <laughs> like sin should freak you out. <laughs> yeah. It should just as much, if not more. Like yeah. that's you. You know, we're demonic. You know, our flesh is. You know, our flesh is demonic. It's it, it certainly it, can it, behave it, demonic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean it's like we're just uh, like our flesh is is it's base it, it's base uh operating level is sin you know yeah and what's interesting mm -hmm. about that i just i just spelled out a, a whole podcast about the theology of deliverance and sin is so often talked about as like in the bible is personified like the sin that dwells in your flesh it lusts it fights against the law of your mind. I mean, it's personified, like it's, it's alive. Crou it's crouching at your door, Kane. Yeah, it's waiting at your door. Yeah, I put that in that podcast too. Yeah, it's yeah. waiting. At, yeah, it's waiting at your door and his desire is to rule over you. So, like I mean. What is, like, what is sin? That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. But not, not, like, Obviously, we know what sin is. It means to miss the mark, right? It's, it means but, a lot but, of like, things, yeah. But what? But what is it? You know, like yeah. who is it? Like, yeah, who is it? What is it? You know, is it, it alive? Yeah, is it is it alive or is that just a literary device? Yeah, yep. it gets yeah. interesting when you start going down that rabbit hole. Uh huh. Yeah, 
it's been good. You've been good chatting with you, man. Um, yeah, I think, for sure. I think we should pray for the audience. Um, I haven't prayed for people who have ungodly soul ties yet. So maybe we could pray that for that. Just do you want to lead people in a maybe in a prayer of renouncing the sinful relationships that they have with people and um, just pray that there's they would have um, ungodly soul ties broken and and that they'd receive some deliverance for that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you feel led to, to come in, just come in. Yep. Yeah, Father, we just invite you into this conversation. Holy Spirit, we, we ask that you would begin to move on everyone that's listening. Father, I ask that you would have angels just begin to go and cut every every tie with the enemy, God, that, that people have opened doors to in their relationship. Father God, I, I, I ask that you <clears throat> would just reveal to people right now, got people that have wronged, individuals listening, God, any people from their past, from their childhood, parents, siblings, um, maybe bullies, Lord God, I, I pray that you would just begin to bring these people um, to their thoughts. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, I ask that you would begin to lighten that load, that burden that these, that people are carrying. <clears throat> that they would let go of the lies. Father, right now, I just ask that you would cut every ungodly soul tie from everyone listening, God. Begin to tear down those walls, those strongholds, those burdens, that unforgiveness, God, that bitterness. <clears throat> sin that's been committed with people from your past, Lord, I pray that you'd have mercy, that you'd show them your grace, God, that they are forgiven. They can let go of that darkness, God. Just reveal it to them now. We expose every lie of the devil right now in Jesus' name. We expose every lie. Everywhere that there are hooks, and devices and cords and strands, God, that you would begin to cut them now in Jesus' name. Every ungodly soul tie, we tear you down now in Jesus' name. We replace those ungodly soul ties with godly soul ties, God, that they would have mercy, that they would have grace, that they would have love. From your spirit, Lord God, from your throne, replace in their lives for these individuals, God. Everything that the devil has placed in your life through the relationships of other people, we just remove it now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, tear it out. God, have your angels come and just begin to wage war against every demonic spirit standing in the way from total freedom in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeah, Lord, we just ask to that um, every curse that has landed on people's lives through the sin yes, they've committed Lord. with other people would be broken, would be covered with the blood of Jesus right now. And Lord, I pray that if, if people have items in their possession or have yes. ungodly ties to places or things of any nature that is not human, that you'd break that also. And yes, Lord, Lord, some people listening might even have uh, spiritual relationships with demons for instance, if they came out of the occult and they used to work with evil spirits or um, they've had relationships with evil spirits in some way, a familiar spirit, um, anything like that, I pray that those ties would be broken too. Yes. And, and right now, Father, from our position in Jesus Christ, seated in him and him in us, we come into agreement against the works of evil. Father, we're going to come against these demons and we ask that you drive them out in Jesus' name. Drive them out. 
every long. demon ev go ahead say whatever you're going to say i i yep i i just i'm seeing uh people who have lost loved ones um and those people um i i just cut every ungodly soul tie god uh with familiar spirits uh and people who have passed away could be grandparents um siblings uh parents um who have moved on god that these relationships and this grief uh in their lives god that you would replace that with uh your with your love with your grace with your mercy god every demonic spirit that is coming to individuals um as the people that they have lost uh we just come against you right now satan we we just tear down your devices your lies and Lord, that I pray that you would replace that in anyone listening, just with your presence, God, that they can stand firm on uh, the solid rock of Jesus Christ and not struggle with um, those soul ties with, with people who have passed away. Amen. Yep. Amen. Every demon that operates against these people through ungodly soul ties, we command you to leave right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Get out of their minds, get out of their bodies, get out of their marriage, out of their household, out of their ministry, out of their every domain, every realm that they step into. You have to go right now in Jesus name. We dismantle everything that you've done. May your works completely be destroyed in their life. May it all be replaced with the kingdom of God and with God's infrastructure. We remove your infrastructure in their life and replace it with God's infrastructure in the name of Jesus Christ. Every demon related to ungodly soul ties, ungodly relationships, get out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Be gone from these people. Be driven out. Holy Spirit, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would you would flush their system, that you would flush them out right now. And I pray that the people who they have godly soul ties to would receive deliverance too, that their spouses and children and friends and people and re their relatives, the people in their family and and in their circle that they have godly relationships with we ask that you they would receive deliverance also as the demons leave these people so yeah. satan you come out of them now in the name of jesus christ and by the authority of jesus christ get out and never return in jesus name father i ask that you'd fill their lives with your presence that you'd replace every everywhere that the demons were that you'd replace it with your holy spirit in Jesus name. Yeah, we speak blessing over every listener, Lord God, that you'd bless them in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Bless their lives, bless their uh, their relationships, Lord God, bless their souls, God. Breathe life into them. Give them living water to drink. God, let that spring just begin to flow within their souls, God, that they would uh, be filled with joy. God, that they would be filled with joy, with, that they'd be filled with love from you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Lord, I just thank you for the people who stuck around this far in the podcast. I, I just ask, Lord, that you would show them every demon that's in their life throughout their days, throughout their their the weeks, throughout their life, Lord. I pray that you would make their demons expose themselves that that you'd give them the discernment to say hey those aren't my thoughts hey those aren't i don't want to feel that why am i feeling that where are this these dreams coming from where where's this unexplainable sickness coming from why is my life falling apart why are there problems here lord i pray that you'd show them their demons you'd make them manifest really clear that you give them discernment and that you give them the boldness and the faith to come against it and to pray against it in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that you'd help them to see the demons in the people around them, especially in the Christians around them, so that they can pray and, and, and see deliverance in others. Please, Father, I pray that the mantle of deliverance would fall upon people that are listening right now that they could walk in deliverance, that they could cast demons out of other people, that they could cast demons out of places, out of environments, that they could bless people 
And I pray that you would um, just raise up, Lord, use this podcast and every podcast to help people receive and bless others with deliverance. And and Lord, I pray that, uh, yeah, God, that you just use these podcasts in every way that you can, that you'd let it land on the right ears. And everyone that's listening, I just ask that you pray along with us, that you'd pray that this podcast would be a blessing to everyone that hears it. And um, if you want to reach out, feel free to do so at deliverancefromdemonspodcast at gmail.com. You can find all my social media in the descriptions of these videos too. If you receive deliverance from these podcasts, send me an email. Tell me. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to even maybe have you on like I had John on today to share the testimony of deliverance, what happened, how you received deliverance, how the demons manifested. If you step out and cast demons out of somebody else, I'd love to hear it. Send me an email. Maybe we'll have you on. You can share that potentially. Um, I'm not sure the direction that this podcast will go in, but hopefully there's many, many more in the future and a lot. I, I just ask that you guys would pray into this, that it would it would bless the body of Christ. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say, Johnny? Um, I was going to say, if you need to rewind that prayer and just go back through it a few times, um, do it. Because sometimes it just needs, it takes, um, a little bit more to knock free the lies. Yeah. Um, so if you have to, if you're feeling something moving around, just just go back through and go through it again. Um, really, you can. Yeah. Really, if if you're not sure what to get delivered from, really pray and ask the Lord to. He'll show you. Yeah. Yeah. He'll show you. Um, they they hang around, but it's not complicated. You know, the kingdom of the yeah. kingdom of Jesus, the gospel is simple. Um, believe his truths, believe what he has to say, reject the lies that come against that, and uh, you'll see freedom. Amen. 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 If you had anything to say to people who um, want to pray for people for deliverance, but are afraid to do it or anything like that, what would you say? Uh, if Well, if you're afraid to do it, I would definitely, I would definitely seek some deliverance. Yeah, um, for sure. It seems like spirit, it's the devil that's causing you to not want to step out and do it because um, he doesn't want people to get set free. Uh, so I would, you know, go to someone you trust, um, confess, bring, bring the shame forward, let go of that fear, uh, believe the truths of the Lord. I think if you want to step out, though, in deliverance, I know a lot of people, I think one of the most common things is I don't even know where to start. Um, it doesn't, you don't I need think, to be perfect. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think, but people don't know it's like, once I started getting active in deliverance, like how I got active in it was well, the Lord gave me some dreams, but I was bold. You have to be bold. You have to be bold. You have to be, like be convicted and stand in your convictions. Uh, and that, that means when someone is confiding in you, telling you their, their struggles and their problems, that you, walking with the Lord, recognize exactly what that thing is and tell that individual what that thing is and ask them if they want freedom. Because the Lord will give everyone, anyone, freedom. You know, his blood bought it. His blood yeah. purchased it. Yeah. Um, he's not going to leave you hanging. Like God is with you. He walks with you. And he desires for his people to be free uh, from the enemy. He came to destroy the works of the devil. I think uh, and that's what we're and that's what we're here to do. I think something that a lot of people get hung up on and makes them hesitant to step out in deliverance is the idea that they need to know exactly the name of the demon or where it came from or whatever, which is not the case. You know what I mean? A lot of times people come to me and I just say to them, what is it today that you need deliverance? Like, why are you talking to me right now? What do you see in your life that's demonic that you want free? And they'll say, well, I'm struggling with lust. I, I uh, pornography addiction. I can't really stop or whatever. You don't need to know the name of the demon that's doing that to the person. You just need, the person needs to want freedom. They need to be able, be willing to turn from the sin. And you need to just, 
come into prayer with them and say, go after the symptoms. You don't need to know the name. Just go after the symptoms. Say every demon filling their mind with lust, get out everything that draws them to pornography. Go in Jesus. You know what I mean? You don't need to say, okay, Jezebel and 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 uh, Lilith, I'm coming after you. In I mean, yes, sometimes if you know the name, if the word, Lord gives you a word of knowledge or the demon manifests and you feel led to say, okay, why are you here? Who are you? Sometimes, yeah, it might help to know the name, but you don't always need to do that. You know what I mean? You, If you step out in faith that the Lord is going to deliver people and you just step out He's going to meet you right there. The Lord's going to meet you and say, okay, I'm going to do this because it's my work anyways. He, It's not you that's casting the demon out. You're just telling the demon to go. The Lord is working through you to drive it out. And God's we using your voice. Yeah, we don't need the whole picture. We don't need the whole picture. Yep. We, need, we just need to have faith that God is able and willing to do it. And that when you step out, that his word is true, because it is. His word says, these signs shall follow those who believe. And the first sign is, they shall cast out devils. If you believe, if you believe that word, and you have the conviction and the faith to walk it out, it's going to happen. I promise you, it'll happen. And you'll be surprised. I remember the first time I, the first, the first day I saw a demon manifest, I should really share this testimony on my podcast, but the first time I stepped out and prayed deliverance and saw demons control the body of a person and speak right through their mouth, I literally went home afterwards and danced and praised God for like an hour because his word was true and it was all real. I bet you probably felt similar, right, John? The first oh, time, yeah. the first time oh, you yeah. saw it happen, what did you think the you, first time you saw a demon actually speak and control someone's mouth? And you're like, wow, I literally am talking to a demon. That was uh, another awakening. That was like a week after. And, you know, I got up front and started talking about witchcraft and curses and demons being in Christian. And, you know, I go to the back and the guy goes, hey, uh, so can we talk? And I immediately, the spirit already laid on me. He needs deliverance. We went to the nursing room. Massive deliverance. I mean, the, guy, the demon come up was violent and loud and mocking. And whew, he got delivered. Um, and uh, immediately afterwards, man, we were crying, dancing. The spirit was so full. The pastor was blasting a, sh a shofar horn, <laughs> running up and down the aisles, blasting the shofar, just shouting and praising, and uh, it like all <laughs> turned into a party almost, you know. Um, oh yeah. But but like the internal feeling after that is just like. This is all true. This is real. This is it, this is all true. The Bible is a hundred percent true. There's like no doubt, no doubt. There's no room. It's there's like in my head. There's just like no room for doubt, you know. Um, yeah. It, it's it, it's amazing yeah and to know that your god is alive and that you're in him and he's in you and he's working yeah. with you it's just yeah. it just makes you feel so loved by the lord and just bl blesses your faith so much i i broke down in tears once doing deliverance with a guy because i was a little reluctant to do deliverance because i was struggling with my own sin at the time and i was like, well, I can't let my sin prevent him from getting freedom, you know? And uh, I did deliverance with him, and I just felt the Spirit just move so strong in me and in him. And I just, I, I hung up the call, and I just broke down in tears because it's like the Lord is with you. <laughs> and he he's, is. He's, he's with me, and he's gracious. And he loves me and he loves his people. Um, he, he's not holding grudges. Yeah. And you see, <laughs> you, you see his word confirmed right in front of your eyes that if you are faithful to confess your sins, he is faithful to, to purge you of all unrighteousness. Yeah. The, every inst time. the, inst the instant you confess it, it is forgiven that moment. And those demons have to come out and they know it. 
and they hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and they hate it. They hate it. They hate yeah. it. What Isaiah Saldivar says something interesting that I think is really true, which is uh, if you're scared to do deliverance, he goes, look, weird things happen in deliverance. You know, if someone crawls up the wall, just just let just let them do it because they're going to come back down. Just just stay calm. You know what I mean? And it's so true. Like, because you see the weirdest stuff in deliverance. Yeah. You see some, I mean, what do you, nothing can prepare you for a demon to look you in the face and and laugh at you and say, if God wants me to come out of this guy, he's got to come down here and tell me to come out. You know, like nothing can, can prepare you for that. <laughs> or It's unique. It's unique. Everyone's unique. Every session is different. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes you really yeah, sometimes you pray with someone and nothing seems to have happened. And they're like, am I supposed to feel anything? And you're like, uh, sometimes. And then the next person might be coughing up bloody chunks of stuff right in front of you. You know, like there, it's just so different. It's it's its yeah. own. I mean, it's it's never boring. That's for sure. Yeah, it's never boring. It's a good time, actually. Like I enjoy it. It's it's good stuff. Seeing the devil defeated. There's there's a guy. Um. Uh. John knows who he is. I'm not going to say his name because I can't really endorse his ministry publicly. There's a lot of stuff he says that is out there that I can't endorse, but he's got a shirt. I think, nah, I'm not going to talk about it probably because it's, yeah, I'll just say it because I started. It says, every day is a good day to give the devil a bad day. And I think it's true. It is true, I think, but we need to have reverence for our enemy too because the enemy is very powerful. And it's not a joke. This warfare is not a joke. It's not a joke at all. This is a very serious ministry, but there's also, you can have lighthearted moments with the Lord and with people. You can laugh and cry and, you know, it's a type of ministry where you see the worst of humanity. You see the most evil things right in front of you, but you see the goodness of God plain as day. And I, I can't even... When I hear people talk about how evil God is and all, you know, all this nonsense, it's like I can't even I can't even believe it because I've seen his goodness right there. I've received it. He's forgiven me so really, so radically, delivered me from so much, and I've watched him do it for other people right in front of my eyes. Yeah, you're seeing God's goodness physically manifested. Yeah, you like literally in see individuals. It. You He's... literally you see it with your physical eyes. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, I think that's, I mean, that's a huge reason why the devil hates deliverance so much too. It's a, it, it not only is the person getting free and more equipped for the ministry of Christ, but they're also, he's losing ground. He's losing his grip. Um, he's exposed. He's exposed. His works and, are and what, exposed. Yep. Because, you know, the spirit spirits like to hide, <laughs> you know? The devil hides. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, I know people say he's not hiding much anymore, but like he still is hiding. He hides behind the like we were talking before the this episode. You know, uh, he hides lies. behind the smallest the smallest lies in our minds sometimes, mm -hmm. or every time, all the time. You know. <laughs> yeah. But God, God doesn't love me enough to free me. That's a yeah. demon speaking right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah man it's been well, good having you on here johnny boy yeah i appreciate uh the invite come on and talk yep and so for those of you who are listening who are um uh interested in receiving deliverance i was telling john before this call because he lives in in the eau claire wisconsin area i've got family up there um i'm going to be in eau claire wisconsin february 20 fourth and 25th i believe let me let me double check this um yes february 24th and 25th it's a saturday and sunday i'm going to be hosting an in-person deliverance sessions where we're going to be teaching the doctrines of deliverance teaching what demons do to people and how to cast them out and how to actually do 
the ministry. And we're going to pray for deliverance right there. I've got a conference room reserved for both days. And I don't know exactly what the schedule is going to look like yet and what the layout's going to be, but there's likely going to be either two or three meetings each day, those two days. And I want it to be open to the public where people can sort of cycle through. Um, if you'd be interested in traveling and coming to that, send me an email at deliverancefromdemonspodcast at gmail.com and I'll get you all the info about getting there and coming. And uh, I just ask that you guys would pray for this event and even consider fasting for this event um, if you really feel inclined to help, spiritually help us. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to really bless people and uh yeah you can meet me in person hopefully john will be there um and yeah it should be good um yeah i think i think we can probably wrap her up here unless you got anything else to say john no my phone's gonna die here soon anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right man. all right well god bless you all thanks for listening Feel free to share this podcast. And if you rate it, comment, like on it, wherever you're watching, do whatever you can to share this because it is going to bless people and people are going to get freedom and uh, step out in ministry and seek self-deliverance too. Um, pray every day that the Lord would show you your demons and your sin and that he'd help you get free from it in Jesus name. Bless you all.